What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered Ups number 270. We're here on Thursday, March 25th, and let's jump right into the show today. Now we're joined here on Triggered by Town Hall's own Julio Rosas, who is down in McAllen, Texas, at the southern border. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us, man. First off, I just got to say, it's nice to see, you know, a real reporter in action out there covering the news. And you have an unreal level of guts to go out there. But so tell us what it's like, you know, how just how bad is it down there at the southern border? So in the Rio Grande Valley, I could say that it's gotten worse uh, in the, the two weeks that I, I've been back or that I've been away. Uh, I was here in, earlier in March and. We were averaging about, you know, 230, 260 in three to four hours. And that was in one spot. Uh, we went to a different spot in uh, neighboring La Jolla, Texas. And uh, it was about, it was close to 400 people in the span of about four hours. And so, I mean... I mean, and that's just one spot. Like. Right, right. And, and that, that, that's one thing that I really want people to take away from this is, is that this is one area of one sector. And the Rio Grande Valley sector is about 223 miles uh, of the border. And so, I mean, then you take it elsewhere. Now, obviously, depending on the terrain and the cartel, this is not happening in every single inch of the border. Right. How, however for the cartels and the terrain that is favorable to, to do human trafficking uh they are just shoving people i mean they they can't they can't get rid of people fast enough in mexico um and and of course the reason why uh there's the the, the reason why the demand to cross into the united states illegally has gone up significantly is because of the change in administration um i i will say that uh recently the acting commissioner of customs and border protection he was asked about this about how well you know these illegal immigrants they're saying that biden is one reason why and he 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 would say that well actually you know there's been climate uh issues with hurricanes there's been economic issues compounded with covid19 and the thing that's yes that is true there there are those what's called push factors but those factors existed when Trump was in office last year, right? Right. right. And the surge and the numbers were nowhere near the, what we're seeing right now. So that's what we call a pull factor in terms of, you know, the, the administration's soft uh, approach and rhetoric uh, on, on immigration. Well, so, yeah, two things. I mean, I saw today that even Mexico's president says that Biden's policies are responsible for this crisis right there. And then also... Can you believe that Biden said that no immigration policies of President Trump's worked at the border? Uh, well, you know, he, he says that because it's, it's not true. Because, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because when you, when, you, when you talk to these people like, like, like I have, you know, you, you ask them, look, is, is, you know, one of the reasons why you're here now is, you know, is, is it because Biden is president? They always say yes. And then they also talk about the violence that they're fleeing or some some other some other issue that 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 they have. But again, it, you know, it takes it takes multiple reasons to want to take 
such a dangerous journey to to the United States. And so, you know, you have to be willing to pay the large amounts of money to the human smugglers and then risk, you know, dying or being abused along the way. And so you have to really think that that danger you're going to take and the investment you're making is going to be worth not only making it into the United States, but also being able to stay, mm-hmm. which is why we're seeing unaccompanied minors in their teens or even, you know, five or eight years old uh, and family units because they know family units and unaccompanied minors aren't going to be deported uh, or at least deported right away because they know the Biden administration is not deporting those types of groups. Wait, wait, wait a minute. He just said that the vast majority of the people are being sent back. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, Hula, did, did you watch? Uh, I mean, if you watched Biden's press conference, I mean, he did you watch it? Yeah, I unfortunately. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, so so what do you make of uh, President Depends's uh, comments regarding the border? Well, well, like I said, it's just it's just not true. And, and look, this is not just coming from conservative media. I mean, Axios has been actually doing a very good job on getting the numbers, on, on getting, you know, some of the new, you know, reactions that the administration is undertaking. And Axios has said, I think only 14% of family units were being deported or. Yeah. Or something like that. I, so I, That's I the number I saw. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, so, I mean, this, this isn't coming from, from me and, you know, from conservative media, this is coming from the rest of me. And look, I, I, I'm, I'm more, more than happy to bash media bias, but, Overall, the media coverage of, of this has been fairly decent. I mean, you know, obviously there could be some uh, improvements, but I mean, it, the, the, what I can say is that the numbers don't lie. Uh, and, yeah. and the numbers that we're seeing, I mean, just last night, like I said, it was close to 400, if not above that. And that, and, and, and the, the, the disturbing part is that though that is the number of people who wanted to be caught. Right. right and so right. you have to think, okay, so then how many people got away because Border Patrol, uh, the uh, Highway Patrol, and the local police departments were too busy processing and getting account for the people that turned themselves in, right? I think that that number that we don't know is the most scary part about what's right. happening now. And that's what I was going to say about the media thing is like, you know, they are hitting the Biden administration on some of this stuff, which is surprising to me. But I still think there's a lot that's, you know, being downplayed or selectively not covered to make this not seem as much of a crisis. But I, I think I think the hyperventilating and the apocalyptic, you know, hair on fire that we saw in during the Trump years, I think that's not here on that. Oh, absolutely. yeah, exactly. Totally- absolutely. I mean, the, the, the hysteria, I mean, everyone's been pointing about how, you know, hey, where's AOC crying outside one of these facilities? I mean, but that, that's right. I mean, could, I mean, you saw right away AOC capitalizing on the uh, on the winter storms that affected Texas. Yeah, you know, she she flew herself down here uh, <laughs> within 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 a week, and yet this has been going on for better part of a month or more than a month, I should say, and she's nowhere to be found, crying outside the one of these facilities. And so it's yeah. it's happened with Democrats, it's happened with the media in terms of the hysterics that that we saw. And to me, it's just it, it just shows that they don't particularly care about kids in cages; they only cared about using them to hit the Trump administration with. Exactly. And mm. so the Biden administration is still blacking out media access to all of these, to nearly all of the overflowing border facilities. Tell us a little bit quickly about kind of your fight to get access to these places and the, the basically the restrictions on the media down there in covering this. 
Yeah, so uh, the, the 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 blackout and the kind of the gag order that Border Patrol has been under. I mean, because look, I, I've done ride-alongs with the Border Patrol in the past. They are very open usually, and they're more than happy to let the media show, hey, this is what's going on in this area. But you know, this this gag order is coming from the top officials in the administration, and so it's very very disturbing to see, be- just simply because this is a big problem and it's not just denial access to these facilities it's ride-alongs with border patrol um i put in a request in in february haven't gotten a response back on when you know something can be accommodated and of course they're using covid as a pretext yeah for for not doing that and i understand you know okay especially because when they are dealing with large amounts of people that are traveling exposing themselves and and in fact actually last night uh a man who was with his kid as a young kid they were both coughing pretty heavily and he told the state trooper that he had covid but so but so i understand okay fine but at the same time we've had members of congress and their staff tour these facilities and it's like okay well why can they go tour the facility but members of the media can't that doesn't make any sense and of course, you know, it, it's just, you know, COVID has just been used as a political, you know, it was fine to go out and riot and protest if it was for a BLM movement. You know, COVID wasn't an issue then, yeah. uh, but now COVID is, is an issue and that's why the media can't, can't tour or they can't accompany uh, the, the border, border agents. As, as, and that's why uh, yesterday, and I wrote this up for, for, to, for our site, I had to go to the Hidalgo County Constables because mm-hmm. they're, they're the only law enforcement agency that's actually allowing uh, uh, ride-alongs of any kind in, in the Rio Grande Valley, uh, at least. And so th- this is an issue. And, and in fact, actually, just, just before it came on, I saw the Free Beacon just reported that when there was a crisis going on at the border under Trump, uh, now Vice President Kamala Harris was praising the media for... <laughs> for being down at the border and saying that there needs more access and you know, there needs, the press needs to get inside these facilities. And now of course, and now she's going to be heading the response uh, to this. Yeah, so that's team. a great irony there. Uh, and also the fact that U uh, S citizens cannot uh, re-enter the country from many places without a negative COVID test. Uh, yet these people are coming across the border with COVID. You know, that seems like a big double standard to me, but uh, what's law enforcement morale like down there from, you know, the, the people that you've talked to? Yeah, so, I mean, it, it depends because if, if they've been working on the border for a while, like some of the agents I've talked to or, or the local uh, law enforcement agencies, uh, you know, they have seen, you know, surges uh, every now and again. But, but what they always say is that this, the reason why this is so much worse in some regards is because the surge is happening a lot sooner because typically the crossings in the Rio Grande Valley, it, it's in the springtime in April, right. and May, because, you know, it gets really hot down here in the summertime. So um, obviously people still cross then, but it's a lot more dangerous in, in terms of the elements. And so, but the surge has been going on since February. I mean, even, even the difference in January 20th, you know, people have said that, you know, they noticed an immediate difference right after Biden was officially inaugurated into the, into the presidency. And so, it, they're, they're, they're always saying that if it's this bad right now before April, you, it's, you can only imagine what the middle of May is going to look like. Yeah. And then and then even then. And then, of course, like I said, people still cross in, in the summertime. So uh, there, there, there is that, that concern that they're still going to have 
that high number of people illegally crossing but then because of the elements and, and all that they're gonna probably see a lot more heat cases heat strokes and and, and more deaths and, and and that's the thing because when you're incentivizing people to make this dangerous journey and i can't stress that enough uh for because it's dangerous for many many reasons yep. uh you know the river is a big killer uh and then and then when you throw in heat into that i mean it's it's just i mean so you have to ask yourself if by incentivizing people crossing, is he responsible for the deaths that will be occurring? And when you look back in the Trump administration, people were more than happy to, to throw the deaths of migrants at, at Trump's feet. And so we'll see if uh, people are willing to do that uh, under Biden. Yeah. And you've yeah. also talked to uh, some residents of U.S. border towns. Uh, what are their thoughts right now? They're, they're disheartened. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, because, you know, it, it's obviously different when, I mean, the United States is a big country, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, and when you're not living in these areas, it's very easy to just, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind. Oh, yeah, exactly. And if, I so, hear another, if I hear another Northeastern liberal say, oh, there's no problem at the border. I'm, you know, and I'm obviously not there either, but at least I have the, the truth to admit that there is an issue. Right. And so this, this does affect daily, the daily lives of, of, of these people uh, that, that live here. And, 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 but look, they're all not crossing to stay in places like McAllen or right. Brownville or Laredo or, or, uh, or any of the other border cities. They, they, they're going all across the country. And, yeah. and in fact, one thing I always, one thing I was kind of surprised to find out, cause you know, you do hear, you know, you hear New York city, you hear Miami, Dallas, uh, but a state that I hear about a lot is North Carolina. I've heard I've heard a lot of North Carolina people saying that they're trying to go to, to to that state. So I, I don't I don't know why in particular. But so so this this affects nationwide. It's just that the border towns are the first ones are you know it's the first effect. But there's right. multiple ripples after that, and whether it's human trafficking or it's drugs or it's you know who you know whoever, but this is very much a national issue and saying that it's not a crisis or saying that, Oh, this is not really a big surge. Um, that, that that's not going to dilute those effects. Yep. Totally agree. All right, man. Well, thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it. I know you're busy and you know you're going to get back out there tonight. So of course you can head on over to, uh, why don't you give them your Twitter so they can follow along. Yeah, uh, Julio underscore Rosas eleven, uh, and then going to be uh, VIP post for the next story. That so, if uh, you become a subscriber, you can go ahead and be able to read that. Yep, and you VIP members out there, we have a bunch on this show, so thank you. You support Julio's uh, real reporting down there at the border. All right, man, you stay safe out there. Let me know if you need anything, and we'll talk to you soon. Yeah, of course. Thanks Good for having me. Too. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, he's so. doing he's doing incredible work down there. Oh yeah, I mean he's got work. he's got some guts to go out yeah. there like that. I'll tell you that he's been doing it all year. Yeah, he's been, I mean, he's been covering the leftists going bananas in the the cities, and now he's down at the border. He has so. a knack for finding the Fallujahs of the country. He does, yeah, he, does. <laughs> he really does. Portland, Los Angeles, yeah. Minneapolis. Yeah, so he'll be out there. Of course, yeah. stick to townhall.com or his Twitter, and he'll keep you updated on what's going on at the border. Uh, let's talk about the Biden press conference because that just wrapped up a little bit ago. It wasn't a ton of substance. There was some newsworthy moments, eh, right? Like him uh, having a stroke on uh, Before Our Eyes? Yeah, well, <laughs> they were pre-scripted 
selections. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I mean, if this wasn't coordinated or, or you know heavily coordinated and, and orchestrated, this 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 would have been a disaster. I mean, it was very. I mean, obvious. it I mean it was already bad, already bad. Well, but, so let's start off with the yeah. the Biden gaffe of the day, which uh, was a major brain malfunction that he basically yeah. you say he stroked out. I mean, he let, stroked you know, out. It obviously it wasn't stroke. a real stroke. I'm a medical professional. But, uh, yeah, he is We're very much not med- a medical professional. <laughs> I stayed at a Holiday Inn. Last with the week. doctor's conference? With the doctor's conference. Oh, yeah. And I sat, I, I audited the conference. Well, you are Asian. I am. So, so therefore, I'm, I'm like a, doctor. a half doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a half doctor. All right, let's roll that clip. So the best way to get something done, if you, if it holds near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to, anyway, I'm, we're going to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete Lockdown and chaos as a consequence of the filibuster, then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about. Okay, um, hang on. Uh, sorry. Oh, Sing Ming, Miss Kim. Man, what a disaster. Oh my God. I mean, come on. This is, it's a total embarrassment. What about his health? What about his health? Oh, wait, I forgot he's a Democrat. Yeah. And then he went on to talk about the filibuster and basically all but said, you know, we need to get rid of the filibuster. But yeah. I also think he doesn't understand what the filibuster is anymore. Well, did you like the boomerang that happened? I think that was Caitlin Collins. Basically, he's like – remember, he, he admits that it's a relic of the, of the Jim Crow era. Yeah. Well, let's listen then to the it, clip and then yeah, we'll talk yeah. about it. Uh, regarding the filibuster, at John Lewis's funeral, President Barack Obama said he believed the filibuster was a relic of the Jim Crow era. Do you agree? Yes. If not, why not abolish it if it's a relic of the Jim Crow era? Successful electoral politics is the art of the possible. Let's figure out how we can get this done and move in the direction of significantly changing the abuse of even the filibuster rule first. It's been abused from the time it came into being by an extreme way in the last 20 years. Let's deal with the abuse first. Okay, Biden led multiple filibusters yeah. and spoke in defense of its behalf. So basically Biden just admitted that he's a racist. Yeah. And he, he said it's Jim Crow and that Makes you know Jim, we yeah. should just get rid of it. Yeah. But I also think he has a fundamental misunderstanding about like – the 60 vote threshold yeah. versus like standing up and giving a filibuster yeah, speech. Yeah, like a strong like Strom Thurmond filibuster yeah. versus, over the civil rights bill versus like, you know, just uh, not having 60 votes to advance a bill for cloture, doing yeah. vote cloture. So that's not an abuse. That just means that the bill is just trash or it's, yeah. you know, which typically that I mean that's that's I mean if liberals want to get more votes for their policies, just not have it sound like it's uh, coming out of the mouth of Che Guevara. But yeah. I mean it, yeah, he, he wants to get rid of it, but then he's like, well, before we get rid of it, let's clean up the abuse first. Yeah. I'm like, what the f- It doesn't this? make sense. What is this? You know, it, well, that's what, that's what happens when, you know, you have dementia. It's in total conflict of one another. Yeah. Uh, and then he said something that I couldn't believe. When he said this, I audibly said, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the f-? Yeah. Let's, let's play this clip of him talking about Trump's border policies. Roll that. I hear you talking a lot about the past administration. You decided to roll back some of those policies. Did you move too quickly to, to, roll, to roll back, back what? I'm sorry. Policies. 
Did you move too quickly to roll back some of the executive orders of your predecessor? First of all, all the policies that are underway were not helping at all. Did not slow up the amount of immigration and as many people coming. And rolling back the policies of separating children from their, from their mothers, I make no apology for that. Rolling back the policies of uh, remain in Mexico, sitting on the edge of the Rio Grande in a muddy circumstance with not enough to eat, I make no apologies for that. I make no apologies for ending programs that did not exist before Trump became president that have an incredibly negative impact on the law, international law, as well as on human dignity. What? Yeah. Actually, None of Trump's border policies work. I will work. give the reporter credit. She actually asked a decent question, which is, did you rescind the Trump enforcement measures too quickly? Yeah. And he was absolutely unapologetic about you know saying no. But then uh-huh. he, yeah, but then he said that, and it's just like, ugh. Yeah, so total uh, embarrassment, you know, uh, the is he uh, actually dead argument uh, advanced yeah. pretty strong here today. I think he was definitely drugged up. Well, you know, did you see him opinion. scurry off? It's because, you know, half his face was melting. It was running out. It was half you know, it That's was just my opinion. Uh, Courtney, but, you know, did you see what Courtney tweeted? No. <laughs> Courtney was like, I can see why they waited 64 days for this to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously. Um they, he very briefly mentioned gun control, uh, not anything specific. Well, but he, he talked about infrastructure. A lot. He was asked about yeah. gun control, but then talked about infrastructure, which I can see why he did it. Um, and, of course, nobody asked him about the massive yeah. tax hike that he wants yeah. to do either, which no. was shocking to no. me. But let's talk about the gun control thing here because that's the left narrative right now is that if you don't support gun control, you support Americans dying in the streets. You know, that's what they say. Yeah. Last night, the Ninth Circuit Court ruled that carry, concealed carry and open carry are unconstitutional. So that's setting up a Supreme Court battle. Yeah. Or at least I hope. Yeah. I hope. But That should get overturned again. So the Ninth Circuit's uh, history of being overturned continues. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're the drunk circuit. Yeah. But they are preparing gun control, whether it be through Congress or executive orders. They're working on it. Well, for weeks we we learned. He said for weeks I've been planning executive action. So what? What those? Those could be milk toast. They could be you know nothing, or it could be it could be a power grab, the likes of which we've never seen. Well, something that was underreported was that the Biden administration just yesterday told the Supreme Court that they believe that the government can execute warrantless confiscation of firearms if they're concerned that somebody may uh, commit suicide. Uh, good luck with that. You'll, well, I'm sure the Supreme Court's yeah, going to say no, but the fact that they even think that's a possibility yeah. is scary. Oh, yeah. They're, well, they're, 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 they're taking it for a spin. They're taking just, it for a spin. Just uh, Tuesday, Biden called for a ban on modern what they call assault weapons, weapons or rifles, whatever yeah, you want to call it, is. which is a vague definition, of course, which is basically yeah. anything that people like to buy, they want to ban. Yeah. I'd say, how about we ban Syrian refugees instead? Oh, I agree. I agree. Isn't that a novel idea? Yeah. You know? So let's People talk- from terrorist whole countries shouldn't be allowed to come here. Let's talk about this guy, okay? Let's talk about this guy. Yeah. So... Uh, Ahmad, let's talk about Ahmad. Yeah, I had this on the list here. I don't know. It disappeared. I don't know where Mr. Producer put it. But <laughs> what's his name? Ahmad. Ahmad Al-Issa or something like that? I was told that it was a white guy. Oh, yeah. It's not It's not uh, uh, John Sullivan. It's yeah, not, it's Ahmad not, yeah. Al-Issa. Yeah, yeah. He's a Syrian refugee, 21 years old, and has a host of 
of issues. Well, <laughs> let's talk about those issues. So, yeah, you know, he was a mental nutcase, but he yeah. was also a radical Islamist. Yeah. Uh, he was an ISIS sympathizer. Um, hated Trump? Hated Trump. Trump. That's what hated I love Trump. about the whole narrative just blew up in their face. He's not white. Yep. He's anti-Trump. Yep. By all accounts, I mean, he says that Trump won in – before Facebook deleted his, his account per their policy regarding alleged mass shooters, he's like Trump won in 2016 because of racism. So by all accounts, he's woke, is he not? Mm-hmm. He's a leftist, is he not? Well, you know, something that the left doesn't want to talk about here is that their gun control failed because he yes. passed a background check. Well, Colorado has universal background checks, folks. Exactly. Colorado has universal background checks, and he still passed. So he underwent the background yeah. check. And who is it that does the background checks? I believe it's the uh, ATF, yes? No, the FBI. The F- oh, sorry, the FBI. The FBI. Yeah, sorry, the FBI instant background checks. Hmm. I'm sorry. Nick's. wonder why the FBI would approve a background check. When normal American citizens get uh, flagged or denied or temporarily denied all the time, yeah, why would the FBI approve a background check on someone they knew about, which is the key detail yeah, here? I heard, I heard that he was a known yeah. subject yeah. of a different investigation, so his name should have been flagged in the system no matter what. When the yeah. next check went in, yeah, they approved him. Yeah, I don't know. Well, this is not the first time. Remember Dylan Roof. They the, approve nearly every mass shooter Dylan, on background checks. D- uh, Dylan Roof, who shot up the, the, the Baptist church in South Carolina, yeah. the racist, uh, he passed a background check. When's despite, the last time a mass having... shooter hadn't passed a background check? That's what I'd like to yeah. know. Because well, if you think back, yeah. the high school in Florida, yeah. he passed a he background check. And he was a fucking nutcase. Yeah, he passed it. And, and that was because the local authorities at the state lo- and local level didn't report his mental illness to exactly. the federal authorities. So that's totally on them. The thing, and this is Mother Jones, mind you. Mother Jones in 2012, after the Aurora shooting, analyzed mass shootings of the past 30 years and found that 80% of the perpetrators had exhibited extreme mental illness and had bought their weapons legally. Mm-hmm. This is where it gets into the fixed nicks debate, which is a debate, which is a discussion for us to have. Problem is, liberals want to use fixed nicks to establish a national register. You know, I'll never Again. give an ounce. Or an inch, never give an you know inch. You trying to say? Because they'll take 12 yeah. miles. If it was that's if it position. was 100 Republican senators and 435 Republican pro-gun representatives, that's one thing. But that's not – you can't always get what you want. you got to deal with the Democrats. The Democrats want to use it to establish a national registry, whereas we actually want to actually maybe have some more mental health provisions in the background check system. But we can't have that because one side doesn't want to have that debate because it actually might solve the problem, Storm. Well, I don't want to have any debate because I don't want any gun control. I'm a Second Amendment absolutist. I think that Americans, American citizens, well, that's another thing. Yeah. Why was a Syrian refugee allowed to buy a firearm to begin with? We're letting refugees buy firearms? Yeah. Yeah. Problem. 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 Comma. Problem. Problem, yeah. Yeah. And the other thing is that I don't want any gun control. I think that Americans should be able to go any buy any gun they want at any time. It should be just as easy as voting, which you get your f***ing mail-in ballots, right? I should be able to go to Amazon and buy a machine gun, full automatic, no tax stamps, sent to my doorstep. This has become the Ron Paul hour, I see. Yeah, it is. That's, you know, and that's their f***ing argument. How many times have you seen over the past day, we should make buying a gun more difficult than voting? It's yeah. like, have you f***ing tried? Well, I saw one on MSNBC. One woman was like, it's harder to get a, 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 a an appointment with a psychiatrist than it is to buy a firearm. Just like, you have a right to buy a firearm. You don't have a right to see a psychiatrist whenever you want. Yeah. I'm, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. 
It's, it's just, it's just, and then the, the argument, well, why oh, do the, you, oh, the cold medicine one, remember? It's harder to yeah, buy cold yeah. medicine. Which is absurd. Is, which is ridiculous. Another, another false uh, statement. Well, they always say, why do you need an AR-15? It's not up to you yeah. or the government what yeah. I need. It's yeah. the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Exactly. And they're all interconnected. It's not on a graduated scale. One is just as important as the other. Well, the why? Second Amendment, I, mean, just, I, the, I think the Second I, Amendment I, I is too. the most important because it protects all the other rights. Yeah. Without the Second Amendment, you have an unchained government. Yeah. You know, I was just thinking this last night. Yeah. So uh, something came up on my feed and it was like, you know, pretty, how great was this when David Hasselhoff uh, sang Looking for Freedom on oh, top of the crumble? Oh, yeah. With the, the, yeah. the light up. Yeah, and Western culture, you know, celebrating the defeat of communism just 30 years ago, yeah. right? How have we gone from that to 30 years later here, Western societies openly embracing communism in its midst? Yeah, well, that's a failure of education. Yeah. Too. Part, part, part of it is. It's a, it's a disaster, man. Yeah. It's a total disaster. I, gu- I guarantee kids nowadays especially in schools and and, in colleges now they don't know that more people were killed by stalin and mao than adolf hitler yeah i know i know yeah well we could talk about communism all day but we could could. let's talk about uh, let's talk about biden's coup against himself because i thought this was a good one it was basically a self-coup self-coup a white house memo went out that basically said that this is no longer the biden administration that this must be referred to as the biden harris administration Oh. What do you think about that? <sighs> it's some little bull- It's a little fishy to me. Yeah, I mean, we all know that Biden's yeah. not in control of the country. No, he's not. But, it, I mean, it's, you know that she was probably like, listen, I'm the first black Asian woman well, yeah, president. They, you got you to add me in there somehow. But also the fact that, like you just said, she's really running the country too. They're doing the whole, <laughs> they're doing the whole woke Olympics thing. Yeah. Uh, she'll be in charge soon enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm fairly sure of well, it. Well, during the press, he didn't really give a yes or no about, about re-election. Well, he's like, he said, I'm going to run, no, but, then but then he backtracked. He, but then he's like, I expect to run. Yeah, that is not the same yeah. thing. No, that is not the same thing know, as saying I'm running. So, uh, yeah, I agree. Lord help us, by the yeah. way. Seriously. I mean, I thought Hillary, well, you know, I, I thought, I mean, I said the same exact thing when, when Hillary Clinton was running. Lord save us if she's ever elected. Lord save us truly if Kamala Harris is, is president of the United States. I don't know who's worse. Him or Kamala? I guess Kamala. Kamala's much worse. Yeah. Kamala's much worse. Well, she's going to be president. So yeah. Putting it on the books now. Definitely going to happen. Uh, Biden, Hunter Biden. Let's talk about him real quick here. Has he getting more foot jobs? Is that what it is? He likes... Oh, yeah, he does. He does like... Yeah, yeah, he likes getting yeah. foot yeah. yeah, I now remember that. The feet. Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> uh, you lost my train of thought. Because uh, that clip cannot be unseen. <laughs> that's true. Um, there's a good meme going around. That's not not that, but is, uh, you know, God, I hope gas prices don't go too high. And then it's him laying in the bathtub on crack, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Hunter Biden news today came out that uh, basically Hunter had an illegal gun. Oh, my. And oh. in... Uh, 2018, Hunter's wife threw his gun in a trash can behind the grocery store near Joe Biden's home in Delaware, which he lied on his 4473, which is the background check form, about doing drugs. So the gun went missing. Nobody knows about the gun, right? Question is, did the Secret Service play a role in the cover-up? Oh, my. Maybe. Maybe. Oh no charges, of course. No you charges. Know, yeah. Bi- Hunter Biden can have yeah. illegal guns. It's a mystery like Everyone else can on the yacht. 
Everyone, everyone else cannot. Speaking of illegal actions, uh, the GAO, the Government Accountability Office, is now investigating Joe Biden because of his potentially illegal stopping of border wall construction because it goes against Congress's power over the purse. Yes. What do you think of that? And, you know, we know that nothing's going to come out of this because nothing ever does out of GAO well, investigations. Well, I mean, they could probably say it was illegal, but Biden could just ignore it. Exactly. I mean, how many times did the Obama administration ignore certain things? Exactly. Regarding the, yeah, but, uh, it, I mean, interesting. It's a nice little show. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, it's not, I mean, it, it's a show, but it's also not a show. I think it actually is legitimate ethics and uh, separation of powers investigation. I mean that is good. That well, is, yeah, but they're not going to. But they're not. But uh, yeah. but if there's no teeth, then then what's the point here? Yep. So yep. and with Democrats controlling the House, there's going to be no repercussions whatsoever. Classic. So, but could it could it could it come back in 2023 when we have the House? I don't know, we'll yeah. See. Well, you know what's really concerning. We should probably is, impeach Joe Biden if we get the uh, House. Just yeah, we have to survive to 2022 first. So I think we should <laughs> tackle that first. Uh, I mean, keep in mind it's only been two months. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's two only been months. two months. Two months we're facing invasion. So times invasion. that. We're going to have. Times you know, that by yeah. six. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that is March yeah. of next year. Yeah. And that's when the elections are just starting. Yeah. <laughs> we never know. We might have a we might have a truncated house because the whole West Coast might be under Chinese occupation. So, you know, um, you know given the fact. I mean, I love how he's like, I don't want to be conf- the press today, folks. He's like, I don't want to be confrontational with Beijing. Well, you know what? If a country gave my family millions of dollars, yeah, I, we, I'm not going to be confident. I, I don't want to fight either. You could be dumping no. a body in the river and yeah, I'll look the other way. Exactly. What? What? I don't see you anything. You pay me millions yeah. of dollars, I'll be your best friend. I, I will sell you. It will be the Louisiana purchase in reverse. You want to talk about that, China? Let me tell you, yeah. There's not a lot of things I wouldn't do for, yeah. you know, $5 million. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. So we all know Joe Biden is in the pocket of China. They got rolled yeah. last week in the in the foreign policy delegation. Yeah. I mean, Anthony Blinken, so far in over yeah. his head, it's not even funny. You know, I rewatched that last night before I went to bed. It's bad. It's even worse the second time. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally worse. And so, yeah, we have to be concerned that they're talking so much about the filibuster here. We have to hope and pray that cinema holds strong. Cinema owes favors to nobody. She's the one I rely on. Mansion Mansion, is a squishy, slimy And if they put enough money in there for West Virginia, he will vote for whatever they ask. It is a shame. It is a shame. Um, Because I actually, I personally, like I said, I personally do like Mansion. They're talking a lot about the filibuster, man. That's what scares me. Well, did you see he's kind of, again, he's also doing this thing. Remember with the the, the COVID relief thing? Remember, remember he was against it for the minimum wage, and then he kind of backtracked and said, I would support it if there's $11. Then he's like, I'm going to vote for it, but no more. I'm not going to vote for any more relief bills like this. Mm -hmm. Well, with the the new gun control stuff, did you see what he's doing? He's like, I like some stuff, but not other stuff. Yeah. Which means he's trying to do like a 30-70 split here notice regarding how, support and opposition, which means he's... Notice how uh, the first few questions all were from the left of Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. All to push him further to the left. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's very concerning. You know, H.R. 1 is probably one of the most devastating pieces of legislation ever to come up yeah. in Congress. And if you don't know, if you haven't seen any of the, 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 te- the committee testimonies from that, that's not your fault, folks. There has been a blackout over that, apparently. Well, you, you know, they, you want to, they want to nationalize They've the election. They've turned off the cameras. Well, they want to nationalize the election. Yeah. And do the election like they did in 2020, but make it federal law yeah. so they can steal every election. Yeah. I mean, if that passes, we will never have power ever again. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Well, supposedly there's Republican voter support for this. Biden said so in the presser. 
I have Republican <laughs> voters who He's, say this and that and the other. And, he you said know, so I'm many uniting, things. I'm uniting the country according to the polls. He yeah. said that. Uh, people support me. Republic, I'm like, if there are Republican voters out there who support this man, they're Democrats. Well, yeah, exactly. So, But also, did you notice how he said, oh, well, we're going to pass bipartisan legislation? Nothing has been bipartisan nothing. yet. Literally nothing. His bit, The big enchilada, COVID, that was mm-hmm. all Dems. Oh, wait, so, Did it, was there some? No, no Republicans. No Republicans in that, yeah. Uh, so, we will have a lot to talk about next week. We'll, of course, be back on Tuesday. We're going to have a special episode with our good friend Stephen Cruiser. Oh, uh, yeah. So that should be a marathon episode. Yes. Uh, and then the following Tuesday, our good friend Colonel Kurt Schlichter will be back here oh, on my. Triggered. So we oh, got a good my. line. Brace yourselves. Maybe, maybe, even maybe, next Thursday we're going to try to get Katie on here. She runs a very busy schedule, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's what's going on here. We're going to keep fighting and get back against Joe Biden because he's destroying the country. Yeah. I'm uh, going to protest by not paying my taxes this year. So I was, ta- yeah. <laughs> I was talking about uh, this with Cruiser last night, and I said, you know, Cruiser, I feel like this is just like 20 times worse than anything under Biden. Like, Obama. tell me I'm – or, or, or under yeah, Obama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm turning into Dementia Joe yeah. now. I said, tell me I'm not crazy. He said, no, no, you're no. definitely right. Yeah. Uh, but whereas we are super pessimistic about – uh, all of this and the future of our country. Cruiser's trying to look on the bright side, so that might be a nice dose of optimism for our listeners here. Uh, we'll have a great conversation yeah. on Tuesday. Um, and, of course, like Julio said, if you want to support us in taking the fight to the left because we have to fight back against these mother uh, they are mother They are pieces of <laughs> who want to destroy this country, and I could talk about that all day, but I got a meeting to get to, unfortunately. You, you, uh, you, so you, you can skip the meeting. This is better. As Trump says, the, ra- the ratings are through the roof. This is better. Let's talk the about ratings this. are through the roof. So if you want to support me, Matt, Julio, Katie, Kurt, Cruiser, all of our great conservatives on our team, go to townhall.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off of your subscription. Uh, and this goes directly to taking the fight to the left, which we must do more than ever before. Uh, thank you to all of you who have emailed us. We love hearing from you. If you'd yeah. like to, reach out. Email us triggered at townhall.com. And, of course, your five-star ratings and reviews go a long way uh, to making the show what it is. So we love you all. Hope you have a great weekend. And we will be back here on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. See ya.